Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey everybody, you're listening to Heather Kelly with the Indie Music Room, and we are here. Um, I'm getting ready to interview the guest for the month of July. I can't believe it's midsummer already, but you guys are going to love this guy. Um, he is a New York native. His name is Tim Stout, and I look forward uh, to you guys hearing all about him. Tim, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah, happy to be here. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. You've had a hectic day, it sounds like. I'm glad I caught you when I did, so I appreciate yeah. <laughs> this. Um, why don't you give everybody a little bit of a background about uh, your music, what you do, how you got involved, and, and we'll go from there. Sure. Um, I guess starting way back, uh, I'm from Dobbs Ferry, New York, um, which is just north of New York City. And a pretty important part of the whole journey is when I was about six years old, uh, my father was working in the World Trade Center and he passed um, September 11th. And for a, a number of years, I was very withdrawn yeah. and just kept to myself until I kind of discovered performance. And around the age 10, I started coming out of my shell and I was able to express things through performance that I just couldn't for a number of years. So, Of course, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm so sorry um, about that. Uh, everybody, I'm sure, you know, everybody, that was a traumatic time. And I'm very sorry that it affected your family that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, about 10 is when you kind of started coming out of your shell. And yep. then what happened? Um, around age 14, I started playing guitar, uh, mostly self-taught. And I started kind of writing little bits of songs here and there until I was about in college. Uh, and then there was a lot of just kind of turning inward and writing a lot more of my songs until graduating from college i was gigging for a couple of months in coffee shops and whatnot by and yourself or did you by myself oh by yeah. yourself okay so it was really just me and a loop pedal for quite some time um okay. i've i've found out about it and was kind of like with this i won't have to pay for a band every time i have to right you know right. play a gig so yeah um and, and did you did you uh self you self-taught yourself or you ever have lessons or just um, picked it up? I had some guitar lessons okay. early on, uh, but for the most part, self-taught. Maybe wow. maybe a month I had a teacher, you know. Oh so. my gosh. You just yeah. have natural talent, obviously. You uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So around that time, uh a little after college, I was gigging for a couple months by myself and I got the opportunity to open for Alan Stone at Brooklyn Bowl. Man. which was a sold out show and an absolute dream come true. And how did that come about? That's a really big, I mean, that's a big thing. That's a big honor. How'd that come about? Yeah. I, uh, I bought a ticket for the show and there was a little link, like a tiny link at the bottom saying enter for a chance to open for Alan stone. Okay. And, uh, I figured <laughs> let's take <laughs> a shot. It? Why not? Yeah. And, uh, they, they called me up like a few days before the show and mm-hmm. they said like, we like what you have to offer and Alan likes your sound. And I was like, Alan likes my sound. And oh my gosh. It, yeah, it was, it was wild. Um, what kind of crowd through. was it? I mean, where, where did you play at first and foremost? It, it was the Brooklyn Bowl in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, so it's like half concert venue, half bowling alley, restaurant bar. Very cool. Very um, cool. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of surreal walking into Soundcheck. Yeah. And just watching him play with his whole band, yeah. and I'm the only one in the audience, you oh, know, because yeah, it, it was cool. Um, nerve wracking too, though. Nerve wracking. Yeah. I, I 
was definitely a little pitchy listening back to the show. Um, you and I have talked about that. I've done that before too. And, and yeah. um, I, I was telling you, I, we opened up for REO. And then when you listen back, you're like, I could have done so much better, but your nerves, you're like, oh, you know what I yeah. mean? So many people. And it was, it happened so early in my career as an artist that yeah. I, I think I was ready to play, but yeah. I wasn't completely ready to do my absolute best. But I guess- you jump in and when the right. opportunity strikes, right? So, so did your family did, see, I always got way nervous if people I knew showed up, like my family members or friends, that's when I got nervous. But if it's just mm. people like, I don't know, I'm like, eh, whatever. But how did you, who showed up for you or how did that go? You know, I kind of have the opposite feeling sometimes really? where if somebody I know is in the audience, I can think to myself, all these strangers might not like me, but I know that I'm playing for at least that one person out there who is here specifically to see me. They gotta love you, right? You know? No matter what. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna be there, but you know, they're there for me then, and you yeah, know, I'm gonna deliver. So very cool. That's yeah. it's interesting that you found that little that little submission, you know, mm -hmm. at the bottom of that in fine print. That's amazing. Yeah. And just took a chance on it, and it was a really big affirmation, kind of saying like, you have some kind of talent here something that yeah. people actually want to listen to so on the right path right right exactly tell me a little bit about your songwriting process um do you uh, is you, uh like i used to write a lot when i was going through something that's kind of how i wrote about it and you know my mom would always say heather you know don't write such sad songs and i'm like that's what i'm feeling mom and, sure. and so i don't know what your how you go about your inspiration <laughs> tell me about it a little bit yeah what's kind of funny about it is i I usually start just me and a guitar or mm -hmm. me and the loop pedal and the guitar, you know, something along those lines. Yeah. But it's never like I'm ever feeling one thing for a very long time and then getting it out. They kind of just come in bursts. You know, a lot of the best songs, I think, come in like 20 minutes, you know? Really? Um, yeah. And there have been times where I wasn't feeling a particular way about something and mm -hmm. this melody brings something to me like a specific feeling to me and then i can expand on the feeling um but more often than not i have a melody that i've got in my head and i just want to fill it out and i usually do so by myself organically with the acoustic sure so, do you yeah. find that you find the like you find the music first or do you ever have a do you do, you do it like lyrically first or do you write the lyrics after um i guess it kind of depends on the song okay. usually it's melodically first because it's easier to set um, lyrics to the melodies. Okay. But sometimes I'll have a phrase that I really like. Yeah. And I'll 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 keep it and I'll say, okay, I don't know what to do with it yet, but I know it's going to come up. And then down on the line, it could be a, a couple minutes, it could be a couple months. Yeah. Some melody strikes, and I'm like, that's, that's the idea right for. there. Yeah. Okay. Do you always jot your stuff down and go back to it? Or do you just kind of put it mental or your phone? A lot of people nowadays talk in their phone. I never, I'm older, so I didn't yeah. do that. I, uh, my voice memos is probably the most used app on my phone. My voice memos and my notes. <laughs> it's just, and some of it's just incoherent babble, like waking up and just, I've got a melody. Let me try it out. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's how I get them down. Usually. so cool. Mm -hmm. I always, um, you know, I, I worked in a analog studio and we'll talk about your recording experience within the next segment. But mm -hmm. I always found that I would 
and I'm also self-taught on piano, um, but I would kind of come up with a song, and, but I would always, before I even tried to write a song, I would have like a, in what I would call like the hook, like in my idea what the hook is going to be, what it's about, right. you know, and then go around it. So I love to ask yeah. why, you know, how you go about that. Yeah, Tell it's usually about, hook first. Oh, yeah. the hook, yeah. yeah. Is that what you were saying when you get that one part? Is that kind of what you were saying? Was that, that's it's the main part? More often the hook than anything else, yeah. for sure. Yeah, um because like you're saying it's it's the core of the song so yeah. yeah well you are i'll tell you lyrically speaking from one artist to another you are a very good lyricist i find that that's really difficult to um put into a you know words and, or in a feel what you want to say into to music you know that's kind of mm -hmm. hard to do because you know you've got these these the flow like you got not that you got to rhyme everything like you know like like a mm -hmm. poem but it, it's got a flow in, in telling the story and you're a really good storyteller through your music so thank you i love it why Thanks. don't you tell me a little bit about the first song we're going to share with our guests today our, our uh, fans today it is called live to serve mm -hmm. yeah um yeah I, I wrote this one a while back um and i included it it was one of the singles on my debut ep the key to happy living okay. um they're all songs that are just very upbeat and right. it, it's exactly what it sounds like it's the key to happy living so um but this particular idea was a really exciting one and i wanted to kind of pay homage to all that kind of old disco sort of stuff donna yeah. summer and uh that's really what the song is is a kind of modern disco sort of jam you know, I did notice that um, listening to your music, it's it's all, you know, really good listening. Um, I wondered, I was kind of curious, and, and we'll talk about it later on, but is you're, are you just working alone? You're doing all this on your own. You don't have people or come in to a studio. Or are you just doing all this pretty much recording on your own? Gotcha. I, I usually get the demo down by myself okay. and I take it to a producer. I'll fill in some of the guitars and the vocals and he will do just about all the other yeah. stuff so between the two of us it's really just and yeah. who's your producer uh i've worked with a couple of them okay. primarily i work with a guy named kale hawkins he's out of brooklyn okay. um great musician and another one for the most recent single his name is rich Huerto. he's also out of brooklyn okay so. well they know their stuff because your music sounds great with that yeah, said let's go ahead time. I'm trying to get my lighting right here. I, I don't know if you guys have noticed I, uh, to my monthly fans. I am definitely not in my regular work clothes. I am on vacation, so I'm making do with what I've got here. But with that said, let's take a listen to Tim's song, Live to Serve. And with that, we'll be right back with you. Listen, baby. I've got to tell you how glad I am That you're my lady And I'm a man Cause you bring to the table A special kind of flavor Tell me just what I can do To return the favor 
wants to know just what's inside What's inside? No one wants to take my hand They'd rather take me for a ride And get gone But you're not like that No, you're a different case You say you wanna dive in deep Let's share our inner space Live to Serve. Great song. Great song. I'm so excited uh, to share with, with, with our fans this, this month your single that's uh, just been released. We'll do that towards the end of the show. But okay. why don't you also tell me a little bit about your recording process? You said you kind of get the demo done. Do you have like a, a what Pro Tools at home? Is that what you do? Yeah, um, okay. either Logic or Ableton. And uh, I usually kind of get my one mic and my little focus right. And th there's not a lot to the setup. Um, yeah. It's very bedroom pop kind of sure. DIY setup. Um, but then we take it into the studio. And for a number of years, we were working out of this tiny room in Brooklyn that just had a bunch of instruments and very little space to move around. And uh, the closet, it was like a broom closet, coat closet was yeah. repurposed as a mic. Booth. <laughs> so I've been uh, in studios like that. What did you think about, see, the the guy that I've I've worked with for almost seventeen years now he's been an engineer and a musician for fifty years. So point mm -hmm. being, he uh, he listened to your music and he thought that's a very cool sound vocally. Like you've got a really intimate sound. And do you think that it's just I mean your approach being minimalistic? Like I've heard you say, you know, do you think that's what it is, or do you guys use a lot of reverb or, or delay on your voice, or is it just kind of you know what you know what? What's the producer like to do with your voice? Yeah, um, I guess it's a couple of things. I do like to keep it minimal to begin with. You know, too many cooks spoil the broth. I, I think I that that's, yes. yeah. You're right, that's, I've never heard that saying. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but when we're in the studio and we're doing vocals, oftentimes I'll have them put a little bit of reverb on me, but yeah. I'll get real close to the mic. And uh -huh. it's very much a conversation. Like I'll sing out some of it and he'll say, he'll give me a note like really like you're whispering it into the person's ear or 
you know, like you're talking right to her, right? Um, so we really go for an intimate approach to the vocals and then kind of build the rest out in terms of effects and reverb and all that sure. kind of stuff. Sure. So when you're, um, when you're get real close to the mic like that, he must have it tuned into your headphones where it's pretty hot. So you don't have to, like you're just barely speaking or singing the Big phrase, time. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I most like of that. the mixes too, will have the vocals pretty upfront. Okay. Um, depending on the kind of tune, but I'm very lyrically based and I like to make sure that the lyrics and the words are heard. Yeah. Um, very cool. I love it. Oh my gosh. So, have you ever uh, worked with other players on band? Like, for example, when you said you opened up for that show, you mm -hmm. know, that uh, Stone, I forget his first name. Alan Stone, Alan yeah. Stone. So did you just go up and play by yourself with your looping or did you have anybody else playing with you or do you, do you get together with other musicians? Yeah, I, sometimes I play full band. It's, okay. you know, on a rare occasion. But um, for that specific gig, I had hired a friend of mine from college who is an incredible drummer. And he played cajon and djembe for me, and I played oh, cool. the guitar parts, and we did the looper stuff as well. So, is there a, is there anywhere on YouTube you could access that performance? Not that one. Oh, not that you're aware of. Okay, no. cool. I just thought we would uh, take that on if there was, but that's right. so fun. You got <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, why don't you tell me about um, the next song? Speak up. I sure. I love this song. I want to hear why and how you wrote this song. Mm -hmm. Um, it was one of those things where my brother, he had been in this relationship that wasn't doing him any good. And he had a really hard time expressing that. And uh -huh. I, I wanted to just pour out my love to him, but I was also so frustrated. So there's some real, I don't want to say anger in the song, but yeah. it, it, there is definitely a sort of aggression about it that, um, you know, it, it's the, uh, a matter of urgency, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's really just about advocating for yourself when you feel like you can't, because yeah. it's always an option. Yeah, so. absolutely. Are you older brother? I am. I'm the oldest of five. If yeah. you include my oh, step siblings. So, oh, yeah. oh, you are? Oh, yeah. Oh, handful. Okay, wow. Mm -hmm. No, I am. Um, when I heard this song, I thought for sure, and this is interesting, but my sister is flying in from California and she's been going through you know, a, a situation and, and, you know, you, you want to give advice, but, and you get frustrated, but you don't want to overstep and stuff. Sure. So I, I think I'm going to go ahead and play this song for her on our, on our drive home from the airport today. Cause I think, All right. I think she'll get the point, but very, mm -hmm. very cool. So how did it turn out with your brother? Great. Yeah, he's he's doing well so now. He spoke up, huh? Yeah, he spoke up and that <laughs> was all we actually had to do a little bit of a role play where I pretended to be the girlfriend. Oh yeah. And he was yeah. and I was like, Well, why would you say such a thing? It it was funny, um, at the time and still pretty funny, but it, it all worked out. So You know what I like as um unfortunately we know that you blessed your father, but it sounds like you sure stepped up to take that role for your younger siblings. So I, I really mean, admire you for that. Yeah, you gotta, you can't just go down. Yeah. You can't go through life with your head down the whole time, you know? And I think I was able to really figure that out because of music and performance, so. Yeah. You yeah. can feel it, um, you know, with, with your performances that that it's it's definitely an outlet for you, so. And thank, you know, thank God that, that we have you because it, it, it'll reach many people, so. Yeah. That said, let's listen to Speak Up and we'll be back with Tim right after this. 
It's clear you're afraid of words You abstain yourself from speaking Can't take the weight of words So you'll be crushed right underneath them They'll cut you deep without spilling blood Leaving it to boil instead What you need is a thicker skin And to get it through your thick, thick head To speak up What's the use of keeping it inside? Speak up Your feelings, but you sure can't hide them. You sure can't hide them. It's clear you have an opinion and think it best not to share it. I'll tell you right now if that were the case, you would inform one in the first place. No, don't kid yourself. If you wanna be small, why stop there? Why bother being anything at all? See, you've been lying to me You've been lying to you Well, I hope you made your bed Cause you've been lying that too Now speak up As if you don't have a choice So speak up Would you have a voice? Let it all come flowing out your mouth. No use for it inside, so just let it out. Speak up again. I'm going to put that in the card tonight. I think it will speak volumes to my sister as well. So tell me what is in your future, in your future. Are you currently in the studio? Are you touring? Are you, you've got shows? Or, are you writing? What's going on right now with you? I've been writing a lot. Um, I haven't been doing many shows because okay. I'm focused more on producing some more uh, mm -hmm. stuff and the writing end of it. I'm in the middle of a couple of different projects right now. Um, okay a couple of EPs that are a little different than my usual, like Tim Stout, funky kind of upbeat okay. sound. And uh, as well as some singles. Diversity. Are, That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where can we find all that stuff? Uh, you can find me everywhere at Tim Stout Music, uh, TikTok, Instagram. TimStoutMusic.biz is my website. Right. I have 
merch, music, video, um, a tip jar as well. And you can find me on Bandcamp. Uh, you can buy my stuff directly through Bandcamp. I want everyone to listen. If you find your favorite artists, independent artists, make sure you utilize those tip jars because we work our butts off, our asses off for a little of nothing because we're passionate about it. And if you love that artist, make sure to support them in the tip jar. It's very important, mm -hmm. especially um, during COVID. I know so many of my friends that tried to do like house shows and stuff just to keep the music there for people. Yeah. And, and um, you know, pe people need to support. So, so tell me, you recently got married, right? Yeah. Um, when was October that? 1st, 2022. So oh, we've been married oh. less than a year. Yeah. Got it. Ooh, okay. Big plans for anniversary number one. Yeah. I think we're going to be taking a little trip, um, maybe across Virginia, keep it kind of local ish, yeah. you know? Nice. Um, so yeah. And it's, it's been lovely. Um, she's been a big part of the music. Um, obviously when we first got engaged, there was just a wellspring of songs yeah. Um, oh, but yeah, of course. I uh, I had written a song for her to propose to her. Oh and then God. we took it into the studio and got a whole string section on it. And we oh, were able to walk down the aisle to it at our wedding. So. Yeah. Can I find? Oh, my gosh. That's so romantic. That's mm -hmm. really cool. Can I find that anywhere? Uh, not quite yet. Okay. Uh, but if you follow the email list and all that kind of stuff on Instagram, I will certainly be putting it out soon. So Good. I just subscribed to your email list today. So I'll be looking forward to it and we'll get that into rotation too. when that comes out. Really? I can't wait. I can't wait to hear that. I think that mm -hmm. that that's romantic. That's like who writes a song to, you know, propose to somebody really. <laughs> yeah. Very I good. mean, the music is part of our story. So that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. So with that said, we're going to talk about the third song. Mm-hmm. This is Make Me Want to Move. This is mm -hmm. your new single release. I've been excited to tell everybody about. Let's talk about that song. It's definitely, to me, a summer song. It's a fun song. It makes me yep. want to move. So tell us about that song. Yeah. Um, I guess it kind of came from a dream. Sometimes the melodies just kind of come to me while I'm sleeping. And I got myself up. I was full of energy. And I got that initial like, ooh, 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 kind of idea down with the guitar and um like you said about the hook right it's kind of the core of the song so i built that hook around the guitar and uh i just had this song that i absolutely love took it into production with so rich good. and he did a great job with production and it's like so that we just have this great summer song uh i think i spoke to you about this previously but I was first hearing these songs. I'm like, who is singing those harmonies? Like, they blend so well. And I realized it was you doing that. You can yep. sing that high falsetto. I've never been able to do that. That is cool. That is something that a lot of people are doing right now, you know? Yeah. But I, you got uh, it mastered. Thanks. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a big fan of Prince. So oh. um, he's a big influence on my music and the funkier stuff. And he could do it like nobody's business. So uh -huh. I gave it a shot um, early on when writing songs and it just kind of stuck and I, I love singing up there. So it's so good. Oh, so good. Okay. You guys, nobody's going to want to miss this podcast and the music. Also, don't forget to go to your, okay. I know you're on TikTok, Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've got your, give them the, your uh, website one more time, your official it's website. Timstoutmusic.biz. B -I -Z. 
Yeah. Great. I hope you come back and join us again when you got more releases. And it's been my privilege, Tim. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And Thanks for and I'm me. glad that we connected. Um, I, you know, I, I throw stuff out there and I hope that independent artists will find me because I, I just love finding out their story and sharing it with with uh, as many people as we can. So mm -hmm. my best to you. Uh, good luck with the new releases. And we Thank will you. stay in touch. Everybody, don't forget to subscribe to his email list so you can stay, you know, on top of everything he's doing because I don't know. Next time I talk to him, I think we're going to hear more of a household name. So with that <laughs> said, thanks, thanks for joining me with the Indie Music Room. Um, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast as well so you will never miss an episode. You guys have a great 4th of July and a, and a good summer. And we'll see you next month. Tim, my privilege. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. I told you, I can't get you out of my head Unclear, if fate would have it Or maybe it was something you said I can't deny, I'm getting butterflies And they won't stop coming I'm getting high, looking in your eyes Like my whole body's humming I've never been much for dancing till I met you. Now when you're coming through, you make me wanna move. You put me in a trance and I like it too. Somebody clear the room. You make me wanna move. You make me wanna breathe in. I'm feeling lighter than a bubble on the breeze. When you're touching me Deep in the heat of the moment Yeah, you're my fantasy I never felt so free I can't deny I'm getting butterflies And they won't stop coming I'm getting high Looking in your eyes Like my whole body's humming I've never been much for dancing Till I met you But baby, you make me shake You make me see just how much I can take I come alive with all that we do You know it's true You make me wanna move I've never been much for dancing Till I met you Now when you're coming through You make me wanna move You put me in a trance And I like it too Somebody clear the room You make me been listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. 
Be sure to listen every Saturday and Sunday right here on FortDodgeRadio.com and subscribe for all our past and upcoming shows. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgeRadio.com.